Hey, how you doing? Hi, good. I'm not doing as well as you are because you're having the best snack in the world right now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not even going to lie. I called five different 7-Elevens to ask if they had Dunkaroos and every single one was like, what? And I was like, do you have Dunkaroos? And they're like, uh, no. And then one lady was like, I don't think so. And then she was like, hold on a sec. And then I could hear her talking to someone else like, do we have Dunkaroos? And so they were behind the counter and it's like not even like on display, which was interesting. I fully got 12 <laughs> packs because right after we finish recording, I'm going to a birthday party um, and it's like an outside birthday party. And the theme is of it is like returning back to childhood, like being seven mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she said she was going to get Gushers. And I was like, I should just try to find some Dunkaroos because I think Dunkaroos will. And you will. did. Yeah. So I was like, they don't have that many. So I'll just get a dozen. Have one for me right now. I'll, I'll give just one get to a dozen. Steph, I'll give one to Steph. And then I'll bring 10 to the soiree. It's perfect. Yeah, really Bringing excited. Dunkaroos to the soiree is an insane thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can I tell you about the word soiree? We're already going off on an insane Would tangent. I'm love. sure you're excited. <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, my friend had a holiday themed party called a peppermint soiree. And I think about it to this day because I remember being like 13 and being like a soiree. And I she love was soiree. new to school. Oh, this must have been, I must have been 14. I must have been a freshman. Anyway, she was new to school, and um, she was, like, from California, and she threw a peppermint soiree, and everyone was like, god damn, this is not a joke. Wow. Um, there were games, and I won a Victoria's Secret tote bag. So, yeah, you could oh say god. it was a good night for Meg. <laughs> Do you still have the tote bag? No, I definitely don't. <laughs> well, I guess I might at home. I Your probably most prized don't. possession? It's not my most prized possession, but I do think about the phrase peppermint soiree. Yeah, what was that like? <laughs> I just remember I don't being love like peppermint, so I don't love the idea of like something themed peppermint. Mm, see, and I drink peppermint tea like three times a day, so we're we're different, you know. And that's what makes this a fun, you know, dynamic of the podcast because we're different. And I like peppermint, and you don't. Those are kind of our defining characteristics, like, don't you think? Do you like peppermint patties? I do. Uh, it's like my mom is, really loves mint candy. So Jeannie's a big York peppermint patty, Junior Mints, Andy's Mints, all that is like Jeannie's, like that's a top tier candy for her. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I never go for like a York peppermint patty over like a Reese's cup because like who won? But I enjoy a peppermint patty. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll drop a quarter in a tin. I'll, I'll snag a patty. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, because I, I called it a soiree. I'm like, how do we get here? You called it a soiree. We're three how minutes did we, in how do we I'm get already anywhere? like, how did we get here? <laughs> I'm just trying That's... to like be really sneaky too and put myself on mute while I'm like chomping down in my Dunkaroos. Right. I'm like almost totally <laughs> out of the frosting. And I have a couple more cookies left. 
this is the worst this is a dire situation for you. Yeah, <laughs> I I was always uh, like, you know, did you ever have those ones that's like uh, cheddar cheese and little breadsticks? I would always like Fuck the first yeah. couple little mini breadsticks. You would only put a little bit of cheese on them, and then by the end, you're like lathering that thing down because like it's okay to short yourself at the beginning, but you want to end with that dipping sauce. Um, at this point, I feel like. I could really fuck with a duck guru. Last night, I will say, I was hanging out with two of my friends last night, and after dinner, they randomly were like, uh, we have dessert. Do you want a Swiss roll? Like a little Debbie Swiss roll? And I was like, uh, fuck yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> and since I've been in quarantine and trying to be healthy, uh, I'll say succeeding to be healthy, I have not had anything fun other than little dark chocolate pieces in my apartment. So eating a Swiss roll last night really did kind of changed my life uh not to be dramatic but it was really fucking good and i haven't had a little debbie in a long time and there's a reason that i remember liking them so much (laughs) yeah i remember when i went to middle school and it was like they had a more fun menu or maybe it was like maybe in elementary school it was like if i was gonna order lunch no i remember having to go up and order but anywho i remember going to middle school and them having like ice cream and oatmeal cream oh. pies. Oatmeal and cream pies. I got I an loved... argument yesterday about oatmeal cream pies. Oh, what was the argument about? <laughs> is I said oatmeal cream pies is a top tier Little Debbie snack. It's one of the best ones. It is so good, so chewy, yeah. like sweet, but not overly sweet. It's like perfect. And Kat, not to put her on blast, hi Kat, said she liked the like chocolate cream pie. She never went for an oatmeal cream oh, pie. Oh, I didn't even I know like, they had it chocolate cream me pie. neither she's kind of a chocoholic oh. but to me an oatmeal cream pie mm, like put that thing in the fridge make it a little cold mm. damn. yeah damn. i don't damn, think damn. we i grew up eating a lot of little debbie but i just remember in middle school i had a big oatmeal cream pie kick Mm-hmm. Little Debbie's definitely like you go over to your friends, like your fun friend's house. Uh-huh. Like my mom was not a little Debbie. We were we did no. not have a little Debbie pantry. Yeah, <laughs> if so they met like Jeannie, well, it knew surprising no one. <laughs> we were not a little Debbie family. I uh, <sighs> I had a Twinkie for the first time in well over a decade when Zombieland Two came out. I got like the they had like a special Twinkie milkshake. And it mm-hmm. had, like, Twinkie in the milkshake. And then, like, on the straw, they, like, speared mm-hmm. through a Twinkie. And so mm-hmm. I tried a Twinkie for the first time in ages. And I was like, oh, fuck, I cannot this is think good. of, like, I cannot think of a time I've had a Twinkie. I'm certain I have because I feel like I'd know if I never had. But, like, I cannot put a finger on any time I would have had a Twinkie. But I'm certain I have. I don't know. It's a weird one. Um, that was never, I was never like reaching for that one. Yeah. I was an oatmeal p- cream pie girl. <laughs> yeah. I like the oatmeal zebra cream cake. There's like, z- I love zebra cake. Those are very good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the was nutter, uh, not nutter butters. Those are the cookies. They have like a peanut it's butter. It's like nutty buddies. Chocolate. Something like yeah, that. I think yeah. it's called like nutty buddy or yeah. And they're like wafery. I never mm-hmm. really went for that. Those are, good. Those are good. I liked. I had a friend who always had like a Star Crunch. I still think about her. <laughs> My I've friend never... Whitney always had Star Crunch. She got engaged yesterday. <laughs> oh, congratulations! Why don't you send her some Star Crunches? I should. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the Dunkaroos—they didn't disappoint. Uh, no. I, they just had the vanilla. I wish they had the mm-hmm. chocolate. 
I will say that the frosting is very remnant. I mean, I realized when I bought them that it was this is made by Betty Crocker. So not too surprising that the frosting frosting. just yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But in little shortbread cookies. But hey, I love funfetti frosting. I I've been watching a lot of Chopped. Um, anyone who engages with me at all on social media should not be shocked to hear that because I've been like I I want to tweet every every time I'm watching Chopped. I want to tweet something new about Chopped. I'm totally obsessed right now. But recently they had one, and one of the ingredients is like funfetti icing, and they're like, "This is just disgustingly sweet." And I'm like, "I could just have a scoop of that right now." And then they're talking about like white chocolate, and they're like, "White chocolate's just not real chocolate." I'm like, "Oh, I eat white chocolate." Yeah, straight. I like white chocolate. <laughs> They're like cookies and cream Hershey bars. Yeah, man, those cookies and cream Hershey bars are so good. But I also, earlier, like really early on in the quarantine, I just got like a bag of white chocolate Febs and I would just pop one. Like that's, they made me seem like I was a sociopath for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a huge Funfetti gal, which was a, Mm -hmm. that's why it was kind of an interesting realization of this Dunkaroo situation. I think it was just because like Funfetti became a thing and it was like fucking everywhere like everyone was hot to trot for some fun fetty and i was like it's not that great i don't know like i just like i feel like it did kind of do much for me with the milk bar thing you know like the christina tosi all her cakes are like Mm -hmm. the sprinkle icing frosting fun fetty so i feel like it's like still kind of hot yeah well this is my take Mm-hmm. That being said, we used to have, you know, if you, if my my mom or my sister or someone made cupcakes and there was leftovers and it was just in the fridge, of course, every once in a while I'd stop by, take yep. a scoop, come just back 10 minutes scoop. later. <laughs> you know. I, I will say the best icing that I would put cream cheese icing on any cake. I know it's supposed yeah, to go on. Yeah, but not store-bought. You're right. No, I store bought is I like always a, disappointing. Yeah, I I mean I'm not a baker, which is re- a really good thing for my um you know my pants fitting every day, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love just like a really well done cream cheese icing. Mm. Same. I can't really eat buttercream anymore. Buttercream makes me want to vomit because I worked at a I worked at an icing company for a while, and buttercream was their main flavor, and so. Um, I almost never eat wedding cake now because it's like very distinct and makes me want to throw up a little in my mouth. So Jeez. that's been 10 minutes um, on Funfetti icing and peppermint soirees. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been up to? Anything uh, fun? So I mentioned watching Chopped. <laughs> yes. Um, you helped me create an abs workout routine. So that's I'm right. on week six. Pretty Woo-hoo. good. That's great. Um, yeah, so that's thrilling. Um, I watched The Legend of Korra. I finished, which is exciting because um, I now want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I said chopped. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing going on in my life, nor you know this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had a fairly busy weekend. We had a first birthday party. And we had to rush from there to an hour and a half away because I had reservations to go to a state park around here, or it's like an hour and a half away, as I just said. And there was a little drama because when I made my reservation, I only, I put four people in one car and then we had to drive separately. So I sent Steph and Austin and I was like, you guys obviously don't have to wait for us. Go right ahead. 
They went, they got in. We got to the park at like 4.50 and it closes at, like the office closes at 5. That's when they like shut the gates. Mm -hmm. And the office like wouldn't let us in. They're like, sorry, there are no more parking permits and someone already used yours. And it was a whole thing. And I had to like do my best begging and pleading and trying to get my way. And they let us in. So thank God. But otherwise, insufferable. I was going to be so pissed off. <laughs> um, if like we drove, we left a birthday party with swimming an hour and a half early. I mean, we left after an hour to drive an hour and a half to go swimming with my friends and then not be able to do it and then have to drive home. Anywho, uh, so it all worked out for the best, which was good. And then yesterday I went over to a winery that was so, so pretty and I loved it. Um, but yeah, just, you know. Trying to stay outside, keeping away from strangers. Yeah, that's that's the best you what can we're all do doing. In the core. Yeah, it's rainy here this week. It's actually I just looked out the window. It's not raining at the exact moment, but it does. Like it's been nice because it's just kind of been sprinkling, but it's been cooler. Like last night, it was like seventy-eight and just like mm. a little. Like it had just stopped raining, and I opened the windows and I was like, "Damn, this feels great." Um, yeah. I've been eating a lot of chips and salsa. It's been my, still on that my kick? Snack, snack of choice. I'm having, uh, once we're done here, I'll be starting my dinner, which is uh, a salad and chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, time is meaningless. The food in my fridge means nothing. For lunch, I had two plain hot dogs with no bun. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was part of the thing is we left this birthday party as they were putting hot dogs on the grill and the guy oh. the dad was like don't you want to stay like at least for a hot dog and i'm like fuck yeah i do i allow myself two hot dogs a year <laughs> like oh of course i want to stay for a hot dog but we couldn't so yeah but yeah fourth of july is coming <sighs> around so maybe maybe i'll get my hot dog maybe, maybe it'll be hot dog yeah. Uh, you never know. It's, I'm going back to the mountains for Fourth of July. We're not. We're not really a beach family, so I never. I never get a hot dog on the beach, which mm. seems like, I don't know, or like I don't know. I want to like sit at a picnic table. My cravings to do things have become so strange. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I last week I went to a winery with some friends, and then I went for a walk with one of my friends the next day, and she was like. It was so nice hanging out with people in public again, or, like, it, hanging out with people again, because she hadn't seen anyone except for, like, her roommates in, like, months. And mm. she was like, I almost got emotional, like, on the drive back. I was so, like, <laughs> overwhelmed. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I might have said this last week, but when I went to, I expanded my quarantine circle by two people, my friends Kat and Jimmy, and I went right. to their house and we watched a season of television. And anytime anything happened, we were like jumping out of the couch <laughs> and cheering, which is embarrassing, but it was just like so exciting yeah. to not be at my house. <laughs> I know. <sighs> well. But I, I mean, I keep seeing the news, everything's saying it's like, the numbers are just going right back up. And, 100%. You know, people are people are being bad about it and I'm just like Texas I can is be a good. huge I've been good. Culprit of I'll this. just keep hanging out. At least I mean I I mean I I'm starting a third this is so embarrassing. I'm starting a third D&D campaign this week. Oh I will God. now have Monday, Wednesday, Thursday <laughs> D&D. Glad you can pencil so, us in. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I told them that Thursday was my only free day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so it'll be good. Nice. Well, yeah, hopefully things, I don't know. I don't have any confidence that things are going to get any better. But I don't either. I'm just hoping there's a vaccine coming at some point. I mean, as I was at 7-Eleven, someone, I'm assuming like the owner or the manager, came in and told the girl working, like he took down the sign that said like, no mask, no entry. And he was like, you don't need to put this up anymore. Like they told us we don't need to have that up anymore. And I'm just like, mm. okay, cool. Great. Anywho, we don't need to go down that alley. Uh, we yeah. both watched... A new movie this week. Yes. New release. King, yes. King of Staten Island. The King of Staten Island. The Pete new Davidson. Pete the Davidson. The titular king. <laughs> the titular king. That is correct. <laughs> um, so it's the new movie from Judd Apatow. Yes. We were going to see it during South By. Obviously, that didn't happen. Every time we say something like that, I just want to cry. No. Today is, let me check my calendar. Day 95 of quarantine for me. Jesus. And so we could have been watching this, you know, 90 days ago. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not a ton. <sighs> Do you want to give a uh, synopsis? Yes, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pete Davidson is a, it's kind of like 20-something. I think he's like 20, 23, 24. Um, and 24. he 24. Oh, so close. He lives with his mom, Marissa Tomei, uh, on Staten Island. And it's just kind of about how he's kind of lost. He doesn't really have any direction. He wants to be a tattoo artist um, <laughs> at of varying qualities of tattoos. Um, he just kind of bums around with his friends and is kind of a general uh, burden on his family, his mom <laughs> and sister. Um and part of that's due to his the death of his father, who was a fireman years and years ago. It's loosely based on Pete Davidson's actual life. Right. And that's kind of the main main story. Yeah. And so what did you think of it? I liked it. You did? I, 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 I don't think I loved it, but I liked right. it. I liked it a lot. And I did. We were warned beforehand, like, it's not, like, funny haha, but there were some, like, really good jokes. Yeah. Like, I kind of, like... I don't know why I then, like, prepared myself to be, like, completely, <laughs> like, okay, well, it might just not be funny at all. Maybe it'll be totally depressing all the time. <laughs> not depressing, but more serious. But um, I was texting you. You were out living a life, but I was texting you some of my favorite uh, lines, and there were some good ones. Ruby Tattoos Days. Yeah, so his 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 big idea for opening up a restaurant slash tattoo parlor called Ruby Tattoos Days, and that did make me laugh out loud because I'm like, that sounds like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like who? No one likes Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe in Staten Island they do. Ruby Tattoos Days. If anyone's gonna like Ruby Tuesdays, it's people from Staten Island. From what right. I can surmise from I don't watching wanna, the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to, like, talk shit about Staten Island, but, like, there were so many things that were mind-boggling to me. <laughs> um, like, he's out giving his friend a tattoo on the beach, and I'm like, there's nothing so unsanitary as a goddamn beach. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, at one point, he gets in a fight with Bilber 
and he gets thrown in an above ground pool which anytime an above ground pool is is on screen i'm happy <laughs> yeah it really like paints a certain picture yes i liked it a lot yeah <laughs> i thought that it was really i thought it was like endearing and sweet and also it like kind of made me like pete davidson more i mean i don't think that he's a very good actor and mm-hmm. fortunately a lot of this is like him playing a version of himself as i would imagine yeah but, but it is I, I mean pete davidson is objectively a very successful man who is very successful early on like yeah. he was on snl at 19 you know like right so i think this is kind of a look at what his life could have been like but yeah that's they, that's what they going said pretty like, well for pete davidson <laughs> yeah like had he not gone uh gotten into comedy this is probably like what his trajectory would have been yeah so yeah i don't know like there's i'm i've never been like super big on pete davidson we i like whenever people are like oh my god i think he's so hot and i'm just like really like it happens a lot there's a lot of people who think that (laughs) yeah it's just mind-boggling to me but then we were watching the movie and in the scene when he first takes the kids to school and he's holding right, their you're little You're just a hands. sucker. You're just a sucker, though. Like, and, that's... And the little girl... choose that part. But, like, when the little girl starts singing and he's, like, so blown away and so supportive and, like... Listen, most little kids. And he's like, I don't agree are, with the the sentiment of the song, but you sounded great. <laughs> yeah, and most little kid voices are pretty shrill. So the mm-hmm. fact that he wasn't just like, eh, shut up, kid. It was just like, it was so cute. And I like turned to Micah. And then as I was about to say how charming I found Pete Davidson in that scene, Micah was like, he's really charming in this. <laughs> and he was saying he that he thinks that like maybe... I forget what it was like he's been in something else where he's he's interacted with children it was like the same kind of thing where you're just like oh wow like maybe it's because like you just look at him you don't expect him to be like really good with kids but also like his character in the movie is pretty immature so maybe that's why he's so good with kids who knows yeah I think I do I I think the movie I mean he has to be at least a little charming because otherwise you would hate him because he's like a punk, such a such a dick to his family. And like you get to see that like he doesn't really mean it. Like there's the scene where he puts on his dad's suit and is like talking to his sister and saying he's going to miss her, but not talking to her, just like pretending to talk to her. Yeah. And then he basically is like kind of an asshole when she leaves. But you know that he loves her. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it's. I I was not like I don't think I left this and I'm like I'm attracted to Pete Davidson now, but I might be more attracted to Pete Davidson than I was. That's I not like important. It, but I did when he went to the baseball game and he was wearing that yellow shirt with the smiley faces on it. I did like Google because I was like I just need to know if this shirt exists and I could not find it. So that's oh just God. something I was thinking about. <laughs> one of one of a. Uh, one of my things with men is I like guys that know how to dress or at least like put uh-huh. together an outfit. And I remember right, like, like I that have buddies. T-shirt and gym shorts. <laughs> yeah, I have buddies who like just wear basketball shorts all of the goddamn time. And it's like you have to tell them like you cannot wear basketball. Like we're, we're going to like somewhere nice. Like you cannot. It's like, you know, the whole like man child thing. And I'm just watching this and I'm like, oh, my God, I like 
the basketball shorts with the smiley face shirt. It was just too much right. for me. That was for a baseball game. Like that's that's correct. No, it's um. not. <laughs> you wear normal shorts. You do not wear basketball shorts unless you're playing basketball or like in, if you're in the comfort of your own home. I liked when uh, Bill Burr was like, oh, I have season tickets to the Yankees. And he got oh all, he, he, Davidson got all excited. So and then sad. it was like the Staten Island Yankees. And it was like the disappointment <laughs> just completely came over his face. And then and then Bill Burr talking about he's like, they they have to work so much harder. Like they, they play. So they like really give it their all because they're trying to make it still. And I'm like, this is such a like dad opinion. <laughs> What did you think of Bill Burr in the movie? I I liked Bill Burr a lot. I mean, like right off the bat, it's like a pretty big mustache, and you are immediately like, I I texted you and I said they're trying so hard to make Marissa Tomei not look like Marissa fucking Tomei. Yeah, um, she but, still looks like, so cool. Like at the yeah, daughter's no, graduation like, party, for starters, Micah was like, I really like her glasses. And I'm like, she has like a mullet. She's wearing aviator glasses, but she's also wearing right. like leather pants to this graduation party. She makes party. it work. Like a fitted, they're like very <laughs> fitted, cinched at the waist. And I'm like, she looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't look like some but, like homely mom. She looks right. like a cool So Bill mom. Bird does show up and you're like, I don't like what what could she see <laughs> in this Joker? But then uh, I did laugh uh, later on. Bill Burr's ex-wife is like, yeah, he's really great in bed. <laughs> 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 because at one point, Pete Davidson, uh, Marissa Tomei is trying to tell Pete Davidson. Um, I just like I have no idea what Pete Davidson's character's name is. Scott. I guess I should know. Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that she's dating someone and she's like nervous to tell him and he's like i hope you're getting banged out real good mom (laughs) a lot of that and she's like okay thank you (laughs) um no but i thought he was funny and i thought like all the stuff at the end with the firehouse is cute i know in the trailer you see them sing one headlight really poorly and you've seen that trailer so many times but like that shit just gets to me when they they're all like in the middle (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like they don't even. I, I was like, does he know all the words to this song? And then you no. can just see him just like bopping his head along. And then like the chorus comes around and they're like all in for yeah. it. Which is fun. Uh, and I will, like, that song just works. Like, it's just a good song. And it makes you feel a very specific type of way, at least for me. It yeah. fit very well. Yeah. That felt very Apatowy, you know? Yeah. I liked all the firehouse stuff. Um, I just like I like that kind of camaraderie and like right you know you could tell like he was kind of lost and needed some people of good influence to take him under his wing and I thought that like that was really sweet um I liked the cast of the firemen I like yeah Jimmy Tatro with the mustache yeah my one of my favorite actors from one of my favorite shows I'm just yes. kidding he's not one of my favorite actors <laughs> but he is from one of my favorite shows American Vandal man I should rewatch American Vandal yeah and like uh, Steve Buscemi, I love him so much. And like, right, right. I don't, I don't know if you're too familiar with his backstory, but he actually was like a FDNY fireman. Yes. So, yes. Yes, I didn't know that. And then he like came I, back. After Steve Buscemi September has 11. such a face. Like, it's just so effective. The whole fire, the whole firehouse. I really liked like the whole supporting cast. I thought was really awesome. His friends really got me too. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, the guy from fucking Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Moises, <laughs> I can't, I can't remember his Aries real name. Or something like but that. yeah, Moises Arias. That's right. And Lou Wilson. Uh, he's the one who's like, we're not Jay Z. We're not Jay Z's friends. We're Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like we all like, you can't, can't be. all be Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really that made he made me laugh. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I was saying about his friends. I'm like, it's incredible that like. To me, Pete, Pete Davidson is like not a looker, and then it's like you put him in like with these friends, and you're like, "All right, I get how like he could be the one getting laid out of the friend group." Yeah, so. I and I think I the girl, his like girlfriend slash just female friend, I Kelsey. can't remember her name either. Yeah, I did not pick up names in this movie. Kelsey. Um, I thought she was so I thought she was so funny and so good. Yeah. The scene where she brings the Tinder date to his restaurant and he like doesn't care and then she immediately storms out with it like he's like, Do you want me to get you some bread? And she's like, Fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. And then he's like, What I am the I hottest supposed guy to say on to Tinder? Your, yeah. He's like, What am I supposed to say to your date? Oh yeah. Oh and then God. yeah, I thought she was really good. Uh I also really liked the ending. Of like, Bill Burr drops him off, and he's like, "Good luck." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna get like his GED or something like that?" And then it was like he went. Spoiler alert: to surprise Kelsey and like support her. But then like the whole ferry ride over, it's just like they're both like so awkward, and you can tell it's yeah. He's like asking her the questions because he's like, "I'll help you study." And then at one point, he's like, "I love you," and then just. Like yeah. <laughs> keeps going, just like nestles it into the questions. It was just like it's very endearing and it's very sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god, am I into Pete Davidson now? <laughs> I will say one of my favorite things, and I think this could have been so cheesy, and they did it so well. Is so a big plot point is basically Marissa Tomei throws out Bill Burr and Pete Davidson, so they both have to stay at the firehouse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and during that, they kind of become friends, and so Bill Burr lets Pete Davidson practice tattoos, like, on the on his back. And when they show you what he's been tattooing on his back, like, it kind of looks like shit. And it's like, there's some really cute, really nice stuff, but then also so much garbage that, like, Bill Burr distinctly asked not to right. have. And I'm like, like the Chinese this characters. is what would happen. Like, he's getting, he's, like, becoming a better person, but he's still kind of a little shit. Yeah. Like, it's not, a, a worse movie would have just, like, had him do, like, a total 180. And by the end, he's, like, a fireman, and they're showing him put out fires, and he's, like, totally good and, like, be better to his parents and or to his mom and his girlfriend. And it's, like, this is just, like, listen, he's trying to be better. This yeah, is like, like a this movie forward. spanned, like, a couple of, <laughs> maybe months like give him a break he's not gonna yeah. be a, a you know a shithead for 24 years then all of a sudden come around right right i i don't know it's nice <laughs> yeah no i thought it was i thought it was really sweet i was happy i watched it um i recommend it to people again i would say like it's not like knee slapping funny but, like, yeah, no, I cried. Not. I don't even remember what made me cry, but, like, I cried multiple times. Oh, or at least twice. That, that's just, it is, like, I mean, and I feel like sometimes when, like, people were, like, well, it's, like, Judd Apatow, but it's not, like, it's not just funny, you know? And I'm, like, I don't see Judd Apatow as, like, just being, like, I mean, I think he's a comedy director, but, like, 
like they're not all you know anchorman or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) like funny people and this is 40 like are like more human you know and there are jokes but i don't know i didn't it wasn't like i don't know this is like this is like a type of movie I like because it's like kind of very real, kind of sad subject matters, but then there are some good jokes. Yeah, exactly. Have I ever mentioned Manchester by the Sea to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just I just discovered the girl who plays Kelsey is a Brit. She's from London. Really? <laughs> really? I well, I'm obviously not from Staten Island, so I have no I, like I could not speak to the veracity of that accent. Right. But it was pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah. I thought it sounded good, but again, I'm also not from Staten Island, but Yeah. <sighs> pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I thought it was cute. I I saw that he has another, like, Hulu original that I think just came out. I forget what it's called, but I'll find it in a second. And I'm, like, a little bit more curious about that and a little bit more willing Big time to... adolescence. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I that, I remember that came out a while ago and, like, no one was really talking about it. And I remember being, like, someone was, like, the new Pete Davidson movie is going to be on Hulu this weekend. And I was, like, the king of Staten Island. They're, like, no, big time adolescence. And I was, like, oh, he's really had a year. Uh, It has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. Considering no one has movies coming out, Pete Davidson had two. It's kind of, like, a lot of attention from him. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Pete Davidson's been booked and busy. He's been in quite a, I'm ready quite for, a few things. There's like a weekend in, I think like July 21st or something like that is like when Palm Springs and a few other things come out. Like there's a big July weekend mm-hmm. um, where there are going to be some releases. Um, we haven't talked about uh, Tenet got delayed. Yeah, like two um, weeks. So. Yeah, that's not long, but it is like I, I don't understand what Christopher Nolan thinks is going to change in two weeks. I know it's not Christopher Nolan. I know it's Warner Brothers. I'm well, just that's being dramatic. my thing. Is, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to change in two weeks, considering. In, I think they want it three months. I think they want that to be like the first big movie that is like playing in theaters. So they're like, we're not just going to bump it to November because we're just going to keep bumping it two weeks until basically it's the first one. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I wonder if Warner Brothers will partner with, like, a movie theater chain and have it be, like, a exclusive (laughs) a thing where it's, like, it gets people back to the theaters, it helps get movie theater, like, this, whatever this movie theater chain is, like, up and running again, you know, and then also, like, like, even if it's, like, every cleanliness and whatnot. Yeah, like if every third seat is is someone sitting and like the theater's only a third full or something, but if every single theater is playing tenant, like you can make some money. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also it's like, I mean, I guess I don't know how it works with like ticket prices and whatnot, but I remember like a couple months ago Alamo was trying to gauge interest. They're like, "Would you be okay with like paying more money and then that way it's like that'll cover the cost of the empty seats." And I was mm-hmm. like, Sure. Though we, I got the King of Staten Island and then proceeded to share my login with you so you could watch right. it. That way we could split it three ways. Right. But we've given the Alamo a lot of money through the years, so I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I could have rented on Amazon, but I rented it from Alamo Draft House. So. Right. You're a better person. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that's like, I mean, that's kind of built in. I mean, probably not like sharing your login, but like when the reason that it costs $20 to rent is because you're like, you could have four people watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like if you lived in a house of four. Well, apparently this movie was supposed to be released at drive-in theaters. And then that like weirdly right, got, got pulled. Pulled? Like, I don't know why. And they, they... I've been keeping track of the outdoor theater here, the drive-in, and I keep thinking like oh soon i'll go see something but it hasn't really worked out all the good movies start like at the later time for some reason like i i think today it's Shaun of the dead but it's at like 10 30 and i'm like oh. i can't start a movie at 10 30 on a school night <laughs> not on a school night yeah on a school night what other releases do we have coming out um Is i know the new anything? movie that was playing was Becky, which is like a Kevin James movie I know nothing mm, about. Fine. Thanks. Uh, and yeah, I just, I like, I think it's a horror movie. I mean, I just remember seeing the poster and being like, well, obviously, I'm not going to go see this. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> um, and it's also like, it th- it's just getting later. Like we were saying the other day, like it's now like, it's not dark till like 9.15. <laughs> yeah. We were saying that last night. Was that last night? Time's passing. Yeah, it was last strangely. night. Strangely. I had a long day. I was onboarding interns. <laughs> well, so would you say that as far as like the new releases you've seen this year, how does the King of Staten Island rank? I know it's hard to well, say because it's been months since you've seen some new releases, but I guess like right. thinking of Emma, thinking of the Invisible yeah. Man. I think I preferred that one Emma. Disney Pixar. Oh, yeah. Onward, Onward. Onward really left kind of no impact with me. I remember liking it, but, like, I haven't thought about it a single day since. Um, I think, like, I, I think it was, like, a more enjoyable watch than, like, Shirley. Um, it was, oh, I mean, it's sure. obviously better than, like, like Love Wedding Repeat or Trolls World Tour <laughs> or whatever other nonsense we've watched. Um I don't know. I really liked Bad Education as far as like at home viewing. I haven't watched that yet. That's good. Um, I liked it better than like The Gentleman. I'm trying to think. Like, oh, oh, Bryce. Shout out Bryce. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog today. Um, I think this was better than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know. If I, I would have to like really look at like what I watched this year and like what I really enjoyed. Man, I really did like The Invisible Man. Um, I did really like it too, but like I wouldn't rewatch that. Right. I like thought about but rewatching like, The King of Staten Island, mostly because I wanted to have more commentary than the commentary I provided today. But also, I, I will like, say The again. King of Staten Island. Like it, we talked about this on the phone, and we shouldn't have conversations because then we just spoil our opinions for. But I hadn't watched the movie yet. But The King of Staten Island is fully like two hours twenty. Yeah. And Judd Apatow movies are always like a little bit longer than I want them to be. Oh, for sure. Um, I do think it like I I don't think it ever like stalls, you know. And I think it makes sense to kind of have like. I think the part that's a little slow is like kind of the in between him getting kicked out of the house and like kind of getting really close with the fire department. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the slower part. But I do think it makes sense because you're like, it is like going to be a long journey of him being like not an insufferable asshole. Right. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, if this was like 158, I'd, I'd watch it again. Yeah. You know? And like the 220 ness of it, I'm like, maybe I won't watch it tonight. Right. <laughs> no, I get that. And I agree. It's always just like you watch and it feels long 
And afterwards, it's like, I can't really pinpoint what I would cut, but, like, there are definitely some things that I would cut. Right. I mean, because even but it's like I when he think... goes to visit his sister in college, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is supposed to, like, give you a glimpse that, like, he does have a little bit of desire for more, but also. It's also just, like, such a vibe movie. Like, there are some funny movies. <laughs> um, but it is, like, such a, like, vibe movie. The yeah. talking to the girls was classic <laughs> when he was talking about his major. Yeah. Um, but it's not like anything really happens. I mean, things happen, but it's not like a huge, like, plot-driven movie. Right. So it's kind of, I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's I think it's good. But it is crazy. One of the things that's crazy, I guess, we've already kind of spoiled the whole movie. But when they're, um, his, him and his friends go to knock over a pharmacy, mm-hmm. and one of his friends fully gets shot. And I was like, God damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is kind of crazy. And everyone turn, everyone lives and is fine, but it is like, I don't know. It's wild to see someone get shot on screen in a Judd Apatow movie. Well, like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> I was thinking when he, like, went to go with the firemen to one of the calls and, like, there's just, like, fire, like, bursting out of the windows and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, probably the most production that Judd Apatow has ever had to do in a movie, <laughs> you know? Because it's not just, like, a bunch of, like, stoners sitting around. There's, yeah, like, actual I think... pyrotechnics here. <laughs> I so I watched on I watched this on Saturday and on Friday I watched the Five Bloods the oh, yeah. um, Spike Lee the new Spike Lee joint and like both very different movies <laughs> and like the Spike Lee movie did not like you were never in a state of like yeah. comfort and at least with like the King of Staten Island you're like I like if they're like tattooing someone on the beach you're like this is gonna get infected <laughs> you know? but it's not like right. urgent stress and. Uh, the Five Bloods was definitely urgent stress. <laughs> yeah, how was that? You liked it? I did like it. It was. It's. It's doing a lot. It's very interesting. But I did. I want to watch. Um, one of you should. I mean, you definitely. You definitely should. Obviously, we're movie people. But um, I. I didn't realize I had seen a bunch of people praising Delroy Lindo. It has like a really incredible performance in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But another one, Jonathan Majors plays his son, who I wanted to get an Oscar nomination for Last Black Man in San Francisco. And he is also incredible in this. And I'm like, ah, keep casting him. He's great. Very expressive eyes. He is great. (laughs) No, that makes me even more excited to watch it. I'll yeah, they're, to ignore it's, it's, the that's a fun duo. Spike news. Yeah, he he did like release an apology, and I read it, and I'm like, it doesn't feel like enough. But <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't your think. Joke. I don't think. You oh, you had a really joke? funny joke because I sent you guys like a just Jared uh, Instagram story where oh, it, yeah, like yeah. it's like. Um, Spike Lee, or no, it was like, guess who, guess which celebrity is coming to the defense of friend Woody Allen? And I think Allen was like, I, I don't have service. I can't like pull up the article. It's not loading for me. And you're like, this article is unfortunately a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> but I thought it was a good yeah. joke. That was that was bad. I mean, I have seen like, I mean, I think Spike Lee is a very focused and, um, he has a lot of you know interesting things to say i don't think he writes women incredibly well uh-huh. um so <laughs> like i don't know if i don't know but he did he did issue an apology and i remember I, when I he jumped he into it. sam jackson's arms 
Yeah, no, it's adorable. Remember when? Uh, remember when um, that news news reporter was like, "What did you think about Green Book?" And he's like, "You're British, right?" I'll just say this: it wasn't my cup of tea. And then cackled <laughs> on the red carpet because I think about that a lot too. He's so funny. Yeah, that was also yeah. funny. All of the Green Book but, questions um, were great. Yeah, there's a lot of funny stuff in the Five Bloods too. There's a lot of not funny stuff. It's doing. It's really interesting. All right. I'll have to watch it. And it's also, it's very much like, I don't know. It's one thing that's been weird about this year is like, I mean, it's the middle of June and like we should kind of be in the swing of like summer movies. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of weirdly getting like festival movies like Shirley and the King of Staten Island. And then like, the five was like so much of like an Oscar-y movie, you know, like, so it doesn't, my timeline is all wrong Which, on what should be released. <laughs> well, and then on that note, it was just announced today. That they're pushing back the Oscars to like the end of April. Right. I can't really, um, like, I can't really engage with that. Like I can't really <laughs> stop and think of the implications that I won't get the Oscars until next April, because as much as we obviously have a lot of anger and resentment towards the Academy, I do need it in my life in some way, and I just hate that everything's all wrong all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully more good movies come out. What would you rate The King yes. of Staten Island? I think I was, like, on the, like, I think I'd give it a three and a half stars, but it's definitely, like, a 3.75 I situation. Agree. I think I just rounded down. I agree. Yeah, did it move me so much that it was a four? But, like, it ended, and I was like, right. yeah, that was nice. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. Cool. Any other but recommendations? But it's definitely not, like, um, chopped. <laughs> okay. Hot take. Chopped. Uh, <laughs> I'm just obsessed with the chopped. My whole, all day I think about making quick pickles or turning some bread product into a crouton or... Um, you know, saying things about being a chopped champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tweeted today that chopped could easily buy another ice cream machine. But they don't. <laughs> yeah, and they that don't. Is drama. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have strong opinions on the best chopped judges. No one has ever asked me. <laughs> Maybe we can <laughs> say that for another opinion. time. <laughs> yeah, that's. We'll, we'll save all my chopped episode opinions, but. I, I, I have, if I could, I have like my dream panel, you know, uh, it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been watching Rami and just kind of yeah. cruising through season two and it's really good. And I don't know. It's just like, it's so different from like anything that I'm, you know, accustomed to or anything like that. So like, it is kind of like an, an interesting glimpse into a different culture. So I really like that. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, I I will say like as much as everything's been really depressing with movies recently, like I'm glad that TV has still been still been there for us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure we'll reach a fallow period where since it's been three months of people not filming that there will I think that will hit TV harder than it, it will hit movies because movies are just getting everything's just getting delayed. Mm-hmm. But well, Jurassic World is, I guess, going to start filming soon. Yeah, well, like no one asked for it, but apparently that's happening. Uh, 
cool. I don't have anything bad. Property, like no one gives a rat's ass. No one gives half a shit about Jurassic World. There's like, and you know what's annoying is like people will still go see it because like we're all just like I I I mean garbage and have no standards. But it's like at least like you know people who are like these like even people who are like Marvel movies are all cookie cutter yada yada yada. At least like I do believe like there are Marvel like stands who like really want everything to go well. Like no one even wants these Jurassic World movies to be good no. like no one cares no, no. one cares <laughs> no I remember watching it feels so it feels like a business decision it does not feel like any sort of artistic decision at all <laughs> yeah I feel like they're like hey listen we already like we already have the rights to this Let, we've already we already have the contracts let's just get them done and move on with our life and then <sighs> there we are opening day I'll tell you this much I wouldn't spend $20 renting the new Jurassic World. Oh, hell no. And, like, when the first Jurassic World came out, at least I was still, like, thirsty for Chris Pratt. And, like, now I'm not even that anymore. He seems so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he is annoying. Anyway, I I hope him and Katherine Schwarzenegger have their baby and maybe we can just not ever get another Jurassic World movie. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well... Mm -hmm. I think that's it for today. Kind of short. I think that's it. Yeah, it's I got, okay. I got I, feel like, I got you know, to eat gushers and dunk I feel like it, these are just inherently going to be shorter because there's like less going on in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to share. All right. Well, until next time. <sighs> until next time, Nora. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.